Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on a new generation of radio. The mightier 1090 AM, SoCal Sports Talk. We're back again, segment two, Charity Stripe. Hitch free throws because they're free. Joshua Fisher, that's me. Alexander Tosopoulos, he's still here. And Nicholas Snacks Kreider out of San Diego slash Austin, Texas, also in the building. We left off talking about impossible records. Nick, you said that Steph couldn't break Barry Bonds' record, which is a great take because he obviously doesn't play baseball. Um, impossible records to break. I said there's no one's going to break Bonds's. No one breaks Steph's. You were saying Toss because Steph's going to keep playing. The impossible ones are like Favre, Cal Ripken Jr., the guys like the Iron Man ones, because guys just sit now. Right. Those records of guys playing, like the longevity ones, are impossible. I think the DiMaggio hit streak is ridiculous, and that, that no one has a prayer to do that. But nonetheless, the streaks, the cumulatives, those are more likely to eventually be one day broken. I mean, someone you would like, I mean, the pool hole situation was is. If he doesn't get hurt, he's going to do it. If Griffey doesn't get hurt, he's the home run king. Injuries always catch up. But I think there will come a time where a guy starts early enough. Like, look, we saw Wander Franco come up. A guy's like 20 years old. He just made a major contract. If there's a guy in baseball that comes up at like age 18, 20. 18, 19. 18, comes up exactly and is just healthy and hot for the first 10 years of his career. And by the time he's 30 years old, can have over 300, maybe even close to 400 home runs. And he just has to get 400 more in eight years or a little. I mean, it sounds nuts. Honestly, it's crazy. I mean, it's 762 home runs is so many. If he can get to like 400 something by the time he's 30, that's what it's going to take. And then he just goes to the AL and DHs. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible, but I think it's a hard, hard, hard record to break. Honestly, like this is a tough one too, but Pete Rose's hits is pretty ridiculous. But I mean, if we're talking about a guy who stays healthy from like age 18, 19 to like 40 years old, who's an amazing hitter. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, look, to do that, if you play 22 years in the bigs, you go for 200 hits a year, you'll break the record. <laughs> you'll, Easy. You'll, you'll definitely kick walk. <laughs> yeah, but, 200. but isn't two hundred hits a year leading the league every single year? Yeah, I mean, how many? <laughs> what was the leading the league this year? Like, I mean, did anybody even have two hundred hits say, this year? You're saying you're going to lead the league in hits for twenty two straight years? You can't break that record. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not. You don't have a prayer. I mean, I that's mean, there's, just, there's a lot. The ones that you brought up, Josh, just the the injury factor. Like, is any NFL team going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl? Uh, Odds know. are, in the way that modern football is played, with how fast and strong some of these athletes are, guys are going to go down every single season. I mean, we we say it well, every season. Like it just, you kind of, you kind of have to get struck by lightning twice, basically. Like you, it's just not going to happen. I also believe that any given team can be any team in the NFL. Doesn't matter if you're the best team in the NFL or the worst team in the NFL. At the end of the day, they're still NFL football players. Right. Right. I mean. Games can be decided by penalties. It can be decided by one play. They can be decided by, you know, multiple plays, one big catch, one big drop. Like, there's so many different factors. That's that's something that I do believe, you know, could happen, go 19-0. But at the same time, it's it's, it's kind of hard just because, like, one team can beat you and just debunk the entire season. Now, with the streak of, like, most consecutive starts in the NFL, I believe that could happen. I really at do. the quarterback position. Yeah, dude, Rivers was like pretty close. Didn't I mean, do it. He didn't do it because he retired, though. 
Like, we're talking about a guy who, okay, well, he sat, though, his first year, and then he also, uh, I mean, he just retired earlier. I mean, Brady's 45, right, 44. Like, let's see a guy go from 21 to 40 and see if he can do it. But there's just, even Brady, like, there's Brady no, got hurt, though. There's, right, he got Towards hurt. ACL. There's no quarterback in the NFL. There's no quarterback in the NFL outside of Mac and Trevor Lawrence, who are both rookies, who haven't gotten hurt. Well, Rivers never sat out. He tore his ACL and played on a torn ACL. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, but Phil Rivers is a Hall of But Famer. guys now sit sometimes their first year, too, and don't get the start exactly. until their second year. Exactly. So, which which should be done every time, clearly, except for Mac Jones, who walked into a playoff team. The team is right. a playoff team. If yeah. you had a sensible quarterback, the team is a playoff team. I, I think that record's really tough. Uh, it's Pete Rose in 24 years he played. It was 24 years. 194 hits was his average per year. 162 game average. That's wild. It's ridiculous. I mean, he played until he was 45, and when he was 39 years old, he had 185 hits. Okay, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's never getting broken. Sorry. Yeah, you don't have a prayer. Um, it's so a what? Lot ro- of cra- so I mean, like, what record will get broken? I mean, records will be. I I think the bonds. I think any. I think any touchdown record could probably be broken in the NFL. Passing wise, yeah. You don't think? You don't think? Total? You don't think LTs can get broken? Uh, that's tough. Um, well, Cooper Cup. It's tough now because it's a 17 game year. I'm trying to map it by a 16 game standard. Cooper Cup right now, I think he's at 1489 receiving yards. I think the record's 1964. Is that correct with Megatron? Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds about right. So he's... So the year f- that JFK got shot? No. Was JFK... Was it? Was it? Was JFK 64? Was MLK 65? 60, 63. 63? Yeah. Was when JFK got shot. Because LBJ yeah, was president in at 64. 63. Um... That's interesting way to bring that up. Fun fact, Nick. Uh, then you got to tie he, it into history. Yeah. yeah, that is a smart move. Uh, then <laughs> anyway, um, what I was saying with the records was the fact that the Cooper I, Cup, Cooper could, Cup, yeah, he could, thank he you. could reach it. He could reach it. I, it's plausible on a sixteen-game scale. That's what I'm going off of. I'm not going off the seventeen-game scale. Cooper Cup reaching on a sixteen-game scale. He's l- under five hundred off. And he still has three games to go in the 16-game scale. So 17 games, he's four games, three games left to do it. So 500, I mean, it's under, it's like 170 yards a game. He would really, he would have to go over 200 yards one game just for insurance purposes. So next game, he has to go for 200. I don't think he's going to do it. Pretty doable putting, for that guy. <laughs> he's putting well, together a remarkable season. Odell Beckham... COVID protocols right now. He he could play because he's vaccinated. But if he's if he's out... Yeah, and it's just Cup. I think Odell being in the game helps him. I, that's what I was gonna say. Good. I think it takes some attention away from Cup. You know, you're gonna scheme to 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 try to limit Cup if Odell's not playing, right? Yeah. Yeah, but haven't we seen that that really doesn't matter? Well, I mean, I think the second half of the season he, he hasn't been cup. the same Cooper Cup that he was for the first half of the season. I mean, he's definitely taken a slight. I mean, he's still amazing. He's, he's still playing a game. top five, top three performance, but. He's definitely taken a step back from what he was doing in the beginning of the season, and a lot of that has to do with Robert Ward's going down as well. Well, then yeah. now having Odell back, having Odell in the fold and playing well, I mean, look, Odell can stretch the field. You have to drop a safety. You can't just double cup. So can Van Jefferson. There you go. Van Jefferson, especially Van Jefferson. They now. really like him. I mean, he's been targeted out the wazoo. It's kind of crazy. He caught a bomb yeah. the other weekend. I was playing. I, I, clinched, I clinched fantasy football first place. 
because the guy in sec- the guy who was in first place finishing second was going against up 50 points or under just a hair under 50 going against Cup and Van Jefferson. Yep. And they combined and beat him. Here's our side debate of the week. Yeah, go. Is Cooper Cup a top two wide receiver in the NFL? So just basically is he the second best behind Devontae Adams? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, fantasy-wise, he's number one, right? No questions. No question. It's, it's, the proof is in the pudding, right? He's got yep. the numbers. But are we saying that he's a better weapon than DeAndre Hopkins, who could miss time? He's, he's out for the rest of the year. He's in, well, he might make he an might. appearance yeah. at the end. Um, Mike Evans. Uh, you know, you got Debo Samuel, who's been playing really well. Mm-hmm. You got Jamar Chase, who's been playing really I mean, he's a rookie. Justin Jefferson. Still, Jefferson. You still got Keenan Allen, who's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there. He's literally winning the triple crown right now in receiving. Receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's got 12 touchdowns in 13 games, 113 receptions, which is a lot. He could break Michael Thomas's record. I I would just say yes right now just because of what he's doing and just because him and Stafford seem to have this undeniable chemistry. But I think people's hiccup and and the trouble of, like, putting him as, like, a number two guy or, like, as the number two guy, um, number two of number ones. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that he's not that prototypical wide receiver that we're all thinking of, like Megatron, like Julio Jones. He doesn't have the wide you know? receiver swag. Exactly. He doesn't have like the big frame where he's going up and going up in double coverage or triple coverage and making these ridiculous catches like Randy Moss, you know? And, yeah, there's something about him. It's like Jokic is like, why is Jokic not viewed as right. a top five player? But I mean, yeah. you, you combine what Cooper Cup does, you know, his his skill set is that of like Wes Welker, right? And then you put him Better same, than that. Yeah, better than no, that's what I'm saying. Better than Russ Welker, but you give him some size and you put him on the outside as well, and he can play kind of like a Mike Evans a little bit, you know, and like not as big, but you know, you combine their, the, their skill sets a little bit. The only thing he really doesn't have is the Mike Evans red size. zone ability where yeah. you can fade in the end zone. Now he can you give him five yards they out. Throw fades to him though. Right, but it's easier for him to beat you on a, a quick fake in and then hits you with the out router. He's just an unbelievable he's an an unbelievable route runner. Elite. Elite and route runner. He's a student of the game. I mean you look at that press conference that he had where he just kind of exposed the defense and like most of the world doesn't understand what he's saying unless you've actually played football or you've coached. But like he's basically breaking down what he saw in the play and like people don't realize that he needs to know exactly what he's doing and, and like needs to be super in tune with how the defense is aligned just as the quarterback does it's except the quarterback has to know all four positions yeah. all four wide receivers right but like there's a lot of technical work and a lot of studying that has to go into being a wide receiver you, there's so many options when you're running a route yeah i mean it's people, and it's all it's all split second decisions too I, the mental aspect of the game people don't understand that they're, like, they're always it's always a marvel when an athlete like, can do something like cooper cup just did and people just think it's an all, it's all physical to get to that level I mean, there are a lot of guys who are 6'2", 210, and really athletic with good hands. There are. I mean, Nick, you're 6'1". I mean, now, now you, you probably, yeah, the mental is not your issue. But I'm saying there Speed's are... Speed's my issue. Yeah, the speed. <laughs> like, look, there are a lot of guys but who I are just, as athletic as him. Yeah. But well, his ability and his mental makeup is great. I it's, mean, it's, the, it's, I, it's the guy went to Eastern Washington, yeah, right? But, like, he's not someone who came out of a big SEC school or a Big Ten school, right, where he's, like, putting up all these crazy shout numbers. Shout out Jackson State. Exactly. Yeah. I think when you look at like the tools in his toolbox as a wide receiver, his route running is an A plus plus, right? Yep. His ability, but he checks so many of those other boxes that it takes to be a top five. 
which I'm not even talking about intangibles. I think I, I think you're both of y'all are a little bit downplaying his, his athletic prowess. His hands are a plus plus. They're just as good as DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I say he's better when, he's, when he was he's, he, when, he, when he catches the ball in space. He he puts on the burners and can beat guys around the oh, edge. He's, fast. he's very very fast. He is not an easy tackle. He's very shifty. Like he breaks guys down after the catch. Like he does it all. He really does. Like I don't. My point was not just to him alone. My point was an overall point about players in general that they're under undermined mentally in their understanding of the game. Yeah, yeah. And then he has that crucial aspect of it, like you said, the mind metal with Stafford, where when the play breaks down, he knows exactly where to go to to find the opening a in the defense. And a lot of that is chemistry as well. Right? Yeah. Knowing that that's what the quarterback likes. Like Stafford, when he's rolling out and he's under pressure, that this is the area that you gravitate towards when your route breaks down. Let me ask you this. Which Devontae Adams also has. Exactly. But, Devontae I mean, that just comes with chemistry. I mean, you're looking at – I mean, look, Stafford's his first year in L.A., and they've clicked right off the bat. But, like, Rodgers and Devontae Adams have played together for years now, and, like, they have developed a chemistry that takes a lot of time. Devontae Adams, by the way, who can not – he's not in, he's injury-prone in some respect where it's not major injuries, but he misses some games. Yeah. I mean, Cup doesn't miss anything. He's tough as nails. And I will say this. Who was Megatron's quarterback? Stafford. Mateo. Yeah. Kind of would, wouldn't that be wild? Yeah, it would be wild. Honestly, that's that, that's going back to what we said in the first segment of how sports is scripted sometimes and how perfect it can line up. I mean, that it, would be ridiculous. It's crazy. And no one's talking about that. I mean, that's... Here's the thing. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Stafford has put Cooper Cup in touch with Megatron to get some tips. I, they're not the same person by a country mile. I mean, Megatron had at least three inches on him. There's definitely some discussions that have been had. He's the most physically gifted offensive football player maybe ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't have no problem saying that. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fun to watch Cup the rest of the season, these last three games, like you said, to see if he can break the record, and now right. everyone knows about it. We yep. started this started from a Steph Curry conversation. Yep. That's why this job's ridiculous. Three, three more games. Three more games for the Rams. Right? Do it, Coop. Um... Now we got some bets. Yeah. Brought to you by betaligned.ag. Tell them, Nick. Uh, the only sports book you should ever go to to place your bets. Shouldn't be a question. Shouldn't be a question, ever. Um, we're going to go NFL. Josh, start us off. Who do you yeah. like this week? Um, This is the last time I'm going to say it. I almost picked every game right last week. Then now I'm done. I have to tell the listeners at 1090, I missed one game. Straight up, picking the winner, and that was the Bengals-Niners. I'm feeling hot. What bit me in the you-know-what last week was a home dog. Not going to stop me. I'm going a home dog again this week. Steelers, they're plus one and a half at home against the Titans. I'm going to ride a money line. In the Vikings game, the Steelers looked absolutely horrible. To start, finished extremely strong. Do I think Big Ben has a lot left in the tank? No. Do I think anyone's going to even pick him up after he leaves Pittsburgh this year? Probably not. I think he's- Two games in a row, actually, because against the Ravens, yes. he also came alive in the fourth quarter and yes. threw two touchdown passes. Yes. I still think he can sling it, is my point. I don't I agree. think he's. I don't think he has got much he's, left in the tank. He certainly had some year. moments, though, where you've been like, oh, wait a second. He can still sling the rock a little bit and enough where I think that playing the Titans... This Titans team is a house of straw, house of sticks. It's two-dimensional. I don't buy them for a second. They won 20 to nothing against the Jaguars, who pretty much don't even have a head coach. It's just a bunch of kids playing in the playground without supervision at this point, what's going on in Jacksonville. Pittsburgh, I think, 
can still make the playoffs. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. He knows that. Big Ben, this is his swan song. We all know that. He wants to get in there. And I think defensively they have the talent. They have arguably the defensive player of the year. Is he playing? He's limited at, he's limited at practice these days. <laughs> these days. <laughs> these days. These days he's limited now, at practice. Now. That's, that's a good sign, though, that he's actually in practice. Yeah. If he's he's, he's if an opportunity if he's to play. If he's DNP, then that's not good. Late yeah. in the season, too, a lot of guys are banged up, which he frequently is, just the way he plays. Sometimes you don't want that guy to have a full practice, full padded practice. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Any Hoosers. It's not even what I think about the Steelers as much as I think the Titans are apt. TJ Watt doesn't matter. Josh is taking the Steelers. It's chump change. He's ch- chump. I, th- I think Tannehill is fine. Their run game, I love Deonta Foreman. Blech, meh. Defensively, they don't psych me out. I think they're good. They have a lot of guys on the defensive side of the football. Harold Landry yeah. has had a phenomenal season. Uh, Simmons is a great player. I mean, they have a lot of guys, again, that are good defensively. Their exactly. receivers are, receivings are who the are they? Their Titans, who are they? Yeah. Ferkser? Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers. Money line. Cool. Prisoner. Nate Washington, he's still there? Might be. I'm just kidding. He's not. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'll, I'll go next. Um, within the same division, yeah. Yeah. within the same division, not the Steelers, but same division as the Titans, um, there is a very, probably the lowest uh, game on the totem pole of what is going to be watched this weekend. The worst uh, game. Two terrible teams, the Texans versus the Jaguars. The Texans are a four-point underdog going into Jacksonville. I like that a lot because I do believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room has given up on Urban Meyer. I think he is toast, I'm a ghost. And I also think that, Josh, you brought this up on another show, our Texas podcast that we talked about at the beginning of the show, Horns Up, Talking Texas. Make sure to check it out. Um, but Urban Meyer is self-sabotaging himself at mm. this point. It just seems like he's not composing himself correctly as a professional at all in any capacity as a professional head coach. And I just think that his locker room has totally lost control. Yeah. I mean, there was, a, there, there was a report that just came <laughs> out that Josh Lambeau said that Urban Meyer kicked him during practice. That's horrible. And and pretty much just told him like, "Hey, this is how you kick field goals." He kicks him. In the, he kicks him. Like, can't do that. Kicked him in the shin in the slacks. It's a completely inappropriate. Right in the slacks. It's so inappropriate. But um, I just think that you know, with a team like the Texans who have gone gone and beat the Titans, right? Like, this should be an easier task. Um, of course. They're not a great team, but they stink. I think you know. Davis Mills, the guy now. He's getting the he's getting the nod. Cooks has been good. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, Dave, David Johnson. I mean, yeah. he's their starting running back. I mean, uh, see what happens. But <laughs> I, <laughs> sucks. I just Let's think not beat around the bush. It, it sucks. I think more than anything, though, is I've been on teams. I've I've seen teams that basically have coaches that are not in favor of the locker room. Yeah. Right, we saw with our Texas Longhorns, Tom Herman did not have his team. Nope, and they did not win games. Nope, and this is similar. I'm with you on the Texans pick. I think they're going to win straight up. Before you go, toss and close us out. Algie Crumpler was a Titan. Now a Titan? Yeah, he yeah, was, was a longer tenured Falcon, though. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no was a Titan. I, was a titan. I, I also no misheard you and thought you said a tight end, and I said yes. Yeah, no, he was, he was a, a tight, tight, end. tight end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just misheard it. Tight, tight end. Okay, who's your pick? Even though you just beefed with me, I'm going to pick your team against the Colts. Okay, thank you. We're going to hit the AFC South. We're just going to round it out. And just smack them. I think that the Pats... This would be, what, eight in a row a, for them? It would be. Yeah. It would be. It's it's a the close spread. They're, at, they're not favored. They're plus two and a half. I think that they are the better team. The Colts really need this game. They need it very badly. I think both these teams need this game. Because we need a, we need a win. Yeah. Well, if the Pats win, they're in 
great they're in a great position because then they don't need to beat buffalo in the next game which takes a lot of pressure off of you but i'm not even concerned about them playing buffalo because i think they're so hot right now and i also think that buffalo is not who we thought they were and i think that the colts what bill belichick does best is he takes out your best weapon and i think jonathan taylor has one of his weaker games of the season despite having an mvp season that's the kick and michael Pittman, how much can he do they're going to force carson wentz to throw and in that situation, I like I like what the Pats have with their defensive backs, and I think that they just they play a better game and they win it. I'm with it. So I changed my. I was going to take a plus two and a half, but I'm just going to take a money line now. Go, let's go, baby. We ride. There you go. I love that. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, you got to neutralize Jonathan Taylor, even if that's possible. Um, but those are our bets. I mean, we're we're going against the the South. Nick's kind of going with the South, but he's going against the worst team in the South uh, right there. We're the charity stripe, baby. Hit your free throws because they are furry. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Disopolis, Nicholas Snacks Kreider. We will see you next time. We outcha. We love you so damn much. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.